Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody, we are back. It is taped on live. It's favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button. Hit, leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. Also, follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL for me and at BD Williams 18 for BD. And of course, pandasups.com. Use TDL code 35% off. Discount code TDL. For 35% off. All right, BD. So we got our second win of the year. It was definitely a more relaxed win for fans. Probably the first relaxed win uh, since, I don't know when. I mean, what, like the Broncos game week six last year? Maybe it's been a whole year since he had a comfortable win. Week seven, was Eagles maybe, I'm thinking. I don't know about you, but um, it's been a while since we had a comfortable win. But we got one here. Raiders win. 38 to 20 over the Texans. Awesome second half from the Raiders. They scored 28 points in the second half, scored four touchdowns. Josh Jacobs had three touchdowns. Derek Carr threw a touchdown, had his second uh, game with a passer rating over 110. So, I mean, we're seeing some uh, definitely growth from the offense. And, you know, the defense, you know, they, 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 they got it going in the second half. I mean, they had a little bit of a struggle in the third quarter, but the fourth quarter, they really held it down. So, uh, you know, we're still waiting for that consistent four quarters from them. But the offense seems like they're rolling. They've been giving us three games of consistent four quarters. Yeah. So uh, um, they're rolling in the right direction. This was so, this was an interesting, be? interesting game to watch for me. Uh, offensively, like Josh Jacobs, you know, we could say a lot of great things about him. He, he has to be leading the NFL in rushing touchdowns right now, right? Does it, does uh, it have more I, him? I don't. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure about that. All right, I'll, I'll I'll look at that um, at some point during the show. But um, I mean, Josh Jacobs, he's bawling right now, going nuts. Yeah. But then all the um, all the all the gadget plays, you know, it was like, hey, this team, we are gonna pull out all the stops to win. Like, you know, so all the reverses, all the double passes, all the things that this you know this offense was doing. I mean, what what are your reads on that? Besides, like they were not leaving here without a win. Uh, I thought, you know, Joshua Daniels has a lot of gadgets. I mean, uh, he has a lot of gadgets in his offense. I mean, he's not scared to use them. You know, people, people remember like the Julian Edelman pass against the Ravens in 2014 in the playoffs. All types of gadget plays and big passes they like to do. So, I mean, that's something that you're not gonna, you know, you're gonna see a lot. You're gonna see those gadget plays. I would be expecting those more often. Um, and I mean, it makes for easy throws. I mean, um, you know, some I know a couple of them didn't work. I mean, one almost bit a big fumble of Derek Carr and catch with one hand. That was a big catch by him. And then, uh, you know, but the other ones they've been working, uh, causing big plays. And you know, I, I really like how it's mixing it up. And I like how they're on first down. They don't like second down plays. They don't like third down plays. They're first down calls. You know, just in case something goes wrong, you could throw it away. And the second ten. 
you know what I'm saying? You, you have more time to make up for it. So I like when, when they're called. And, you know, they're usually called on the plus side of the field, too, what they call like the fringe. And I know that they yeah. call that. So they're usually red area, the, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they're called on the plus side of the field, too. So I think that's a benefit of it. When you, when you call those plays, you want to call them in safe areas, things like that. So we're not seeing them on the 20 or whatever. So, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But I mean, the, the, yeah, the run game is definitely getting going. Good to see Josh Jacobs get that. I mean, how demoralizing is it? Your team's losing. Josh Jacobs is reeling off 15 yard runs and then finishing hard. Like you're really having to like buckle down to tackle this guy. That's extremely discouraging. Raiders have a closer, you know, as they're back, as long as Jacobs can stay healthy. But, you know, he uh, he put the work in today. It looked really good. Um, what what about the passing offense? What's your uh, takeaway for that? The passing offense is clean, man. I mean, they're playing off the run game. There's a lot of play action today. After a lot, a lot of good play action. Adams got fed. You know, uh, Matt Collins had a touchdown on, the, on that seam throw by Derek Carr. I mentioned that on the preview. You got to attack the seams. It was a great throw by Derek Carr, attacking the seams. Because, I mean, that's what the opening of this cover two. I thought Derek Carr was really patient today. Um, you know, you, you have to be patient against cover two against zone. And probably is one of the best games I've seen him play against cover two. I mean, to be honest, I've really never seen him really play well against cover two defense. I'm going to be honest with you guys. So that was kind of one of the best performances I've seen from him. You know, it kind of shows his growth as a player that he's seen every coverage and seen everything that he's able to succeed in that. And also uh, talks about the weapons that they have around him. I thought Fossum Rowe had a really big game, moving some chains on some big plays and some checkdowns. I think he's having probably, he's, he's having a breakout year. I don't know who's going to sign him. Somebody's signing him next year to be a starting tight end. So, um, you know, Fossum Rowe is balling out there. I, I think he's having a good year. You know, of course, Adams was balling, a lot of yak from Adams, making people miss, or some shorter yeah. throws. So the offense is just rolling, man. They're, they're rolling like crazy. I mean, they put, what, 32? Uh 29 and 38 and a lot I know a lot of people want to give the defense that uh that um 25 but you know we got 31 from the offense this game so you can't say that I guess right so uh right but the offense well, I don't know it's probably the best they looked in a while I don't know how they're going to be stopped when you know teams are playing too high against them and you, and you can't play too high right now what are you going to do you know well, yeah you can't got, you can't play too too high with the way that Josh Jacobs is running the ball that well, you can't that, Presents a big problem, right? And and next, and we're getting Marshawn Lattimore against Devontae Adams. So, I mean, Marshawn Lattimore, he's a great corner, but he can be beat. And we're going to see some one-on-ones there and then playing single high next week, especially with them running the football so well. So, it's going to open everything up for this offense. Offense is rolling right now. And, you know, 28, 28 points in the second half. is I mean, that's what everybody wants to see. They want to see these teams finish. And that's what we saw. So, they're rolling, man. No way around it. All right, anything else you want to talk about with the offense? Talk about Derek Hart passing the ball. We talked about the run game. What about the offensive line before we move on? The offensive line was pretty good today. I thought they struggled really early on with pressure. They were getting beat beat down with pressure. But I think there's some some adjustments later on. You know, Derek Carr was getting the ball out quicker. And I think he handled pressure really well. He had that play uh, to Foster Moreau in the red zone where he stepped up in the pocket. I still hate how he holds the ball. I hate that. Hold the ball with two hands. Please, Derek, you scare the hell out of me every time. You move in the pocket and you just hold the ball like a loaf of bread. It's ain't basketball. I don't care what you say. Just, uh, you know, hold the ball two hands, Derek. And, you know, uh, I thought he played really well uh, navigating pressure and everything. So, uh, I mean, he's playing really well. I think he's playing at a high level right now. A lot of people might not agree with that. I don't, you know, I don't know. But uh, I thought he's played well the last three games and he's played winning football. So, 
But yeah, the offensive line, the offensive line is getting better. They're really they're doing really well in the run game. So um, I mean, that's all that matters right now with the two high and the coverages, and they're seeing those six those light boxes, and they're taking advantage of it. Yeah, I mean, that's it's it's pretty obvious. Like when I'm when I was watching it, and it was like okay second down and short or second down and long and they're still running it you know some of these third down plays where they're still running it you know you're thinking like okay they're running it a lot but then you realize okay this is a cover two defense they're obviously getting into they're coming into the line of scrimmage with two two high safeties you know seven a light box so car's like okay well we got to run it you know like that's the part of playing quarterback is you know you have two plays or you have multiple options within a play and you uh, you know, you you whatever you you do, you audible, you check whatever it is, and you get into that run play now because you get a, a light box. That was, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I I mean, this is Levy Smith. Levy Smith does this. Levy Smith yeah. does this. He will play too high against a run team. He doesn't care. He does this. Um, so I mean, that's I mean, that's Levy Smith. That's neither here nor there. But most teams are going to have to get into single high, and I think you'll, you'll see a more explosive passing game as a result of that because teams are going to eventually like get eight in the box to stop Josh Jacobs. Yeah, and once you get eight in the box, man, and then you get man-to-man on any of these guys and Waller comes back or, or any of these players, I mean, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard on anybody playing single high against these guys. So um, we'll see how teams uh, attack them still. You know, uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes going forward. But, you know, next week they got the Saints who are, you know, they play a lot of two, uh, cover two man and they play, play a lot of man to man single high. They believe they can stop the run. So we'll see what they can do over there next week. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's so let's trans let's uh, transition. Let's go over okay. to the defensive side of the ball. I thought that the defense looked shaky. Uh, certainly to start, it looked like, you know, maybe this defense was missing Nate Hobbs uh, on the outside, but, you know, Anthony Averett, that definitely looked like a guy who was taken, you know, uh, he, he's taking some time off, you know, so he looked a yeah. little shaky out there. Um, I counted uh, three pretty crucial, critical receptions that Averett gave up, including two touchdowns. Uh, there was one, I see a lot of people talking about Merrick. I'm not sure if this, this is the one they're talking about, but there is a look in cover two, where they get an inside release corner route from the number one on the outside and Averitt doesn't cushion the corner. He doesn't sink underneath it. And so the only guy there is Merrick. So I think a lot of people are saying like, why did Merrick make that, make that play? But you mm-hmm. it, it, it's zone. You got to squeeze the zone. You got to have two guys, you know, doing it. It can't just be one guy. Otherwise we'll just play man coverage. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, that one was on Averitt, at least from the broadcast, I'll go through and all 22 and I'll see for sure. But it looked like that they weren't covered too. So there needs to be a corner underneath that. And there just wasn't. Um, and then there was another big, big like crossing play, play action across the middle of the field that got like 20 something yards that Averitt gave up. So he definitely was struggling. He was looking shaky, um, you know, uh, and there was like crucial, these crucial receptions that were happening, you know, third and longs that they were able to sustain their, these drives. And that's discouraging when it's Davis Mills we're talking about, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So that that part of it, but what I will say, sorry, sorry guys, uh, sorry guys. Um, what I will say about this though, they were obviously trying to stop the run. We didn't see a lot of pressure on the quarterback nah. today uh-uh. because we had to stop that back, and that back looked good. That I mean, you have to come and gang tackle that guy because he's gonna he's gonna step through arm tackles. You can't just tackle him with one guy. 
that back was is is the real deal. He's probably gonna be one of the best backs in football for for a few years, you know, um, as long as he's young and healthy. But um, didn't get a lot of pressure, and that was because they were stopping the run in this game. I don't think we'll see that kind of like emphasis to sell out. You know what I'm saying? To stop the yeah. run against most teams, so we should get should see better pressure um, than we did in this one. Yeah, because it was mad quiet with the pressure wise. I thought Davis Mills had all the time in the world to kind of yeah, a lot of time. Throw the ball. Yeah, it was wherever you want to. They didn't. I mean, they blitzed sometimes, and when they did blitz, that's when they got pressure. I felt like so. I mean, you, you saw Davis Mills with a lot of time. Of course, you know Damian Pierce is just for the TDL brand right there, him balling anyway. So you know, we like seeing that. Even though it was a loss, he could ball all he wants at a loss. We like that. Right. So, yeah, that's uh, good. Yeah, we'll take that. <laughs> we'll take that. We'll take all that ball and a loss. Uh, but. Uh, you know, yeah, you, you could tell that they were out there to stop Damian Pierce, but sometimes you just can't stop him, man. I mean, sometimes he's just going to yeah. break every tackle. It ain't going to matter, and you got to just kind of stay the course. Um, I, I thought they struggled with tight ends a little bit today. I thought Aikens had some big plays. I thought they were, you know, attacking, you know, able to attack with the tight ends, but I thought they held, held it down outside. Not a lot of wide receivers, you know what I'm saying, make a lot of plays. I mean, Brandon Cooks plays a lot more slot right now than he has been playing outside, so, you know, you see him doing a lot more slot stuff and, they were able to attack him a little bit, but uh, it, it wasn't much outside. It was mostly inside stuff, which we've been seeing all year. So, yeah. But I mean, you know, you let, look, you let Davis Mills go for 300 passing on you. I know that they were trying to come from behind, you know, but this is Davis Mills we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think that this secondary is in serious flux right now. It's, it's, it's really lacking a playmaker. Mm-hmm. You could say, you could say the Ron Harmon stuff in the front, you know, like, come on, that's, you know, garbage time. They're really pressing to do something. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to when we could see a DB get some ball production on third downs. Like that's what this defense is really missing right now. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people are down on the secondary. So when I go through the all 22, I'll have a better idea of like, you know, the exact struggles in this game. But I was surprised honestly to see Davis Mills have so much success. Yeah, I think that's a really good indication of how bad the secondary is. <laughs> yeah. I know that that's it's a big indication, man, because he he looked very comfortable back there. He didn't throw any interceptions. He looked very comfortable. He looked like looked like he was a you know top twenty quarterback back there, and you know he's not. He's a probably a thirty or thirty one or thirty two. You know what I'm saying? He's he's fringe fringe starter backup player. You know they're not going to be looking to keep him around probably next year the way he's playing. So to see him have his best performance of the year, which it really was. I mean, that was his best performance of the year against the Raiders. That's kind of scary for, you know, the outlook of, you know, making the playoffs because they got to play some defense to make the playoffs, man. I don't care what anybody says or, you know, what excuses people want to give the defense or whatever they want to do or give them the leeway or whatever. You can't have Davis Mills picking you apart, bro. I, I shouldn't be worried about Davis Mills. I'm sorry. You know, if you really have the defense that you want to put out there, you know, you can't you can't have him picking you apart like that because that's what I'm saying. If you play with what Trevor Lawrence, who's probably a better quarterback than him, what is he gonna do? You know they got him coming up. Yeah, Andy Dalton come next week. You know what I'm saying? Like Andy Dalton's a professional, and you know he's not the best quarterback in the world. I'm not saying Andy Dalton's good or anything like that, but you know uh, if Jarvis Landry, those guys come back, I don't know how long this guy's hurt. Don't quote me. I might be wrong or whatever. But you know Chris Olave still out there. He starts eating with Andy Dalton. You know. You know, he can pick he could pick the secondary part too if Davis Mills can. So it, it's a big deal, in my opinion. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Basically, if Davis Mills can, anyone can. Period. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, who's who's worse than Davis Mills in the NFL, quarterback-wise? You know, I'm not going to put you on the spot and make you, like, name these guys and just disparage them. I'm trying to but, think, but, but, but I'm saying, I'm saying, like, yeah, you're going to – it's going to be a small list of court, starting quarterbacks that are worse than Davis Mills. So, if yeah. Davis Mills is doing this. And we're, we're not talking about – it wasn't all fourth quarter when they were down by 10 points. You know what I'm saying? It was – First quarter, first drive of the game, and he's dicing. So, I mean, like that's that's it's it's concerning. Big so, shady ways. Shady ways had this to say. <laughs> that's disrespectful, shady. Disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, I guess technically how he's playing. I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's got a point right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm going to be really interested to see this run defense from the from the end zone angle okay I, I there was a lot of broken ones they gave up way more big chunk gains than at any point in this uh you know in the season so far and you know against the run game so i'm gonna be really interested to see like who what, what's the problem our guys not winning one-on-ones was it just a spectacular effort from the back you know like what's happening on these plays I, that's what i'll be interested to see i it, my gut reaction is that the defensive tackles aren't getting off their one-on-ones. That's my gut reaction on this. I saw some replays that were making me think that, yeah, that's the case. So, yeah, I, I'll be interested to see because really this this whole defense, the way that uh, Patrick Graham runs his scheme, it's about building the wall on the defensive line. It's about playing downhill against the run. They are supposed to stop the run. Like, that's mm-hmm. the point of this scheme. Like, they're not, they're not stopping the pass. Right. So, so like the whole point of this is because like, yeah, it's, it might hurt our ability to pressure on play action pass, but we're going to stop that run. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they're not even doing that, you know, well, what does this defense really do well right now? You know, it's, it's, uh, we saw when the defense goes down to playmaker, like Hobbs, you're going to have those lulls. You're going to have the, the other team that has the ability to put the drives together because no one's making splash plays, it can't just all be on Crosby. So someone's got to step up. You know, obviously, Daron Harmon had that play at the end, but someone's got to step up, make these plays earlier in the game, get some turnovers, make some, you know, huge hits, something like that. And we just haven't seen it really uh, from anyone uh, other than Crosby consistently so far. Yeah, I mean, Crosby's the only player playing consistently. I mean, Haas is playing consistently too. Um, he had a bad game against the Chiefs, but uh, man, he definitely. Uh, need him back too, is for sure. Uh, you know, it, it's it's yeah. You know, you, you expected some of these rookies to take a leap, to my opinion, especially Divine Diablo. Not expecting him to take a leap. I thought he would. You know, kind of the performance, learning linebacker, playing solid football as a rookie. You know, he just hasn't gotten any better. You know, um, as a linebacker. Uh, so you, we're not seeing a lot of growth from some of these rookies. I mean, I know Moregs. He's up and down. You know, he's having some good games and some bad games. You know, he's. But, you know, he still looks like he's a pretty solid safety 
overall, I guess. But, you know, we're, I mean, that's really what it is. We're seeing a lot of disappointment from the young guys. That um, it's a couple of draft picks that we expected to kind of take leaps. We're not seeing that. No. Um, and, um, and, and yeah. you know, it, also, I think some of the, you know, the scheming around it a little bit too, you know, we've got to find ways to get some of these players in better positions, I believe, to succeed. So I, I, I believe that, I believe that Patrick Graham is doing that. You okay. know, when you see, when you see Merrick, he's coming down, he's playing the, the you know, the strong hook in, you know, cover three or something like that. They want a DB in these places that have like historically been killing this team. Like, you know, it's usually it's like Denzel Perryman right there. And it's just like an automatic reception for a tight end. You bring Trayvon Merrick to play that instead. He had a pass breakup early on in the game playing that zone. I think the, his um, on that play, at least his situational awareness was like a little better to, you know, not be so like, laid back and you know and, and actually contest that catch so if we just keep on seeing to make those little small steps i think yeah yeah that that should be okay but yeah we i mean my biggest gripe with trayvon merrick is it's not the plays that he's supposed to make it's the plays that great safeties make it to help out their defense he's not doing anything like that he's like not even close uh-huh. you know so if he's just like a matchup guy who can play like solid man coverage against tight ends like yeah that's beneficial you know but if we're talking about, you know, Merrig, we wanted to talk about him like this, the way, same way we talk about, you know, Justin Simmons and Micah Hyde and, you know, these other great safeties in the NFL that are ball hawks, right? These guys make plays when the quarterback is throwing somewhere way completely different, right? And yeah. they, uh-huh. they're like reading it, they're coming off, they're, you know, closing the middle of the field super late or, you know, like they're making a spectacular play because they got the anticipation, they got the film study, right, to go along with great athleticism. But right now, all, all we're seeing from Eric is just like he's a pretty good athlete and he's got good size. We're not seeing like the anticipation, like the instincts to like go do something about, you know, we're not he's not even close to that level yet. And honestly, like, why would we anticipate him like all of a sudden getting there? You know, yeah. like uh, I, I wouldn't hold your breath and say, like, this guy's going to become the next Jesse Bates. I know that we want to believe that because he's a Raider, but uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold my breath on that one for Trayvon Merrick. Uh, that being said, if he can just you know tighten up and, and be a good man coverage guy, I think he that's uh, that's a benefit having a safety who can play some man man coverage on a tight end and just be that coverage guy. He doesn't have to be a huge playmaker if other guys at least can step up. But we'll see about that. All right, all right. We talked about Trayvon Merrig. I know that some people were asking about him in the comments. Any other things that you saw? Um, I saw someone ask really? a question twice. What was the question? They said something about getting a penalty. I don't know. I wasn't understanding the question, but I saw they asked it asked it twice. Any? Uh, okay. So I'm looking through the comments. I'm not seeing too much here. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. Well, we can talk about special teams. <laughs> Third phase. But what happened? I mean, you can speak on that more than more than me. Um. Well, I know that there was a penalty on a – was it a – it was Masterson. I, saw, I remember Luke Masterson got called for a illegal block in the back on one. It was a return, obviously, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's the only – wasn't that the only miscue? And then DJ Turner uh, muffed the punt, but he got it back. Uh, those, are, those are the only two miscues I saw yeah. on special teams. Um, I mean – Special teams is okay, right? Here we go. This this guy, can you? How about 
the script flip. We get the false start, the forced to punt, and the offsides to extend drive. So he's saying we're we're getting calls now. That's what he's yeah. saying. We're getting calls <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think they're they're playing better football now. Um, I know I know we're seeing people with the six wins in a row, or whatever. But you know, it's, they got to do one game at a time. They got the Saints next week. They got to go win that game. The Saints can beat them. Like I said, oh yeah, just oh yeah, Saints, right. So uh, they they got to win this next one. You know, the Chargers they lost today. Sort of the um, Broncos. I mean, they're you know they're. You know, I mean, they they can beat those those teams too, but you, they, they just can't take these teams lightly. They got to go up there and do what they're doing, man. Um, it's gonna be harder to run the ball on the Saints. I mean, I haven't looked at their stats, but historically, for the past two or three years, you know, it's harder to run the ball on them. So we'll see how that see how that goes uh, with this game. But it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes, and yeah, get ready for that one. Yeah. All right. All right thoughts, man? I had something, but. I, I lost it, so we'll just get we'll get, we'll get back to it. We'll do the review. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys coming in. We got 245 today, so you know appreciate all the love that we always get from every single one of you guys. Uh, we got a Raiders win, so it's going to be an exciting week. You know, what I'm saying no negativity. Everybody played well, so it's going to be it's going to be happiness on Raiders Twitter everywhere. Raiders forums, Raiders Facebook. Everybody's going to be happy, high fiving. You'll be high fiving at work. It's going to be a good day. You know, good decisive win. So uh, like I said, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We're out. Peace, y'all.